Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club. I'm Lisa. I'm Jess. And here we are in your ears for another week to talk about books. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you can tell we're really excited this week. Um, well, we're recording later than usual, so this is a different vibe. We're doing like a weekday, what is it, evening Yeah, it's now. evening, yeah. You have Normally, had dinner, I have not. I have, so. <laughs> yeah, we, we eat early, uh, like senior citizens. Right, I we don't, but you yeah. think that we would. I mean, I've got the 10-year-old, but now I'm flying by the seam of our pants. <laughs> yeah, Austin like tries to push it earlier and earlier I think like if we could eat dinner at 4 p.m every day he would be delighted but I'm usually <laughs> like five o'clock that's as, that's as early as oh, I can man. go that's like so we used to go visit Jason's grandparents and we'd be hanging out there and it's like 3 30 and they're looking at their watches and like well about time to you know let's get in the car and start headed to dinner I'm like what <laughs> that seems more like supper you're right. That is supper. <laughs> Remember our dear friend Alethea? She always said supper instead of dinner. I love that about adorable. her. adorable. Yeah. But anyways, what's, what's our theme? Yeah, so this week we're going back to school. Yeah. Which is, uh, normally I hate that. And I don't, I don't know that this, these books are going to be any exception. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a tough one for me because right. as, you know, I mean, you know, Jessica and listeners who have been with us for a while have uh, come to learn. I like to read about adults. Yeah, That's one of my, you know, issues with this genre or like the YA area of it is I don't really want to read about teenagers. Um, I don't, you know, I'm glad those books exist because I absolutely would have been into them when I was in that age group, but I tend mm-hmm. to like older characters that have a little bit more life experience and uh, magical problems, but adult magical problems. And so this um, this theme, I picked it, <laughs> was one of my ideas. I know. I was kind of surprised when you put it out there. I was like, oh, okay. But I mean... My own preferences aside, I still think it's worthwhile to talk about. Yeah. And I immediately knew what I was going to assign to you. I, you knew what I was going to assign to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and it's something I'd planned to read anyway. Uh, and I actually switched it up on my reading assignment for you because I initially was going to give you Twilight. Right. Uh, but then I thought, Twilight's, that's a heavy hitter. So we got to save that to do, <laughs> do a proper job discussing right. just that series at some point in the future. Um but yeah, so I, I'm going first this week. So what was your assignment for me? Zodiac Academy. <laughs> it's so controversial because some people hate it. And I kind of hate it too, but I love it. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean, last season you had started reading this. And so I know you I kind have. of had dropped some some conversation about it in some of our episodes for last season. Um, and we had briefly talked about the fact that I also had a friend uh, who read just the first book and she could not, not go any further with it. She like DNF'd it, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That's, that's bold. I can't really do that unless it's, you know, really hard. 
to read. <laughs> right. So, oh, and something else that, that is interesting about this is I think this is the first book that we've covered on our show that actually has two authors. So this is written by two different uh, people, Carolyn, Caroline Peckham and Suzanne Valenti. And the first book, I believe there are seven or maybe there are six out and the seventh one is releasing soon. I think there's seven and then the eighth one is coming, but there's also some like offshoots. Okay. Like, from the boys' perspectives or something. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I haven't dug um, too deep, but. I, yeah, I haven't looked. I just, you know, when you're buying them on Amazon, they're like, see all mm-hmm. whatever in the series. So the first book, The Awakening, was released uh, on August 2nd of 2019. So a few years ago. And I'm going to, I'm just going to go for my synopsis, which I kind of hastily scribbled down while I was waiting for you to join. So this one's a little more like off the cuff than, than I usually do. Yes, give it. So twins, Darcy and Tori have grown up in the foster system after their, so they think parents die. And they've recently been booted out after turning 18 and they're living by their wits on the mean streets of Chicago when they're plucked up by haughty Professor Orion, who is, I'm going to just side note, arguably the only character in this book that I would fuck at this point. (laughs) Anyway, um, he shows up at their door and he tells them that they aren't really human, but they're fae. And not only are they fae, but they're also the only living descendants of the king and queen of Solaria, who were murdered years ago, along with the changeling twins that they were exchanged for. So their fae powers are set to awaken at the age of 18, so they have to be whisked off to the Zodiac Academy, where they're going to learn all about their powers, or that's what we think. Which that's, I would have liked to have learned (laughs) more about that. But instead, they're just mercilessly bullied by four, I'm not going to even call them gentlemen, four dicks. (laughs) (laughs) They're heirs. They're heirs because what had happened was when the king and queen died, who I guess this king was not well liked, although has still some loyal followers, um, their advisors, who are the four, uh, different, they, like, the, their powers are interesting in this world. So they've got, like, vampires, but it's also the elements, so you can either control fire or water or air or earth or sometimes more than one. And you're also like a vampire or some sort of shapeshifters, like werewolf or siren, or there's like a pegasus in there. There's, I don't know, uh, lots of other things that we haven't met yet, uh, but they're kind of referenced in this book. Um, But anyway, the heir's parents are the ones that are kind of, it's become a bit more of a democracy, I guess. Yeah. Well, not really, because nobody elected them. They just decided instead of picking another king and queen that they were going to, those four were going to rule. And so, you know, they're st- now their heirs are in at this Zodiac Academy. And so they're like the hot shots of the school that everybody's chosen. 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, of course, the most powerful. And even the teachers are like, oh, defer to them, except for Orion. <laughs> and uh, their names are Max, Caleb, Darius, and Seth. Um, so yeah, so really, this book is just about these twins getting tormented by <laughs> this group of boys but somehow we're also su still supposed to be attracted to them or there's some sort of gray area in the twins yes. mind about like whether or not not even that they're good guys because they're pretty clear that it's like oh my loins say yes but you know you're a dick gets, yeah but it gets to the point where it's like oh maybe they're not so bad like maybe i can trust them I don't know why they would think that because there's been nothing in their actions that have substantiated that they're anything more than just total assholes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it for the, for, oh, and somebody is out to get them. That's so that's, yeah. So it's kind of like them being bullied and trying to figure out like who's got it out for them. If it's not the heirs that are kind of trying to like, plan for their demise yeah yeah so that's that's my synopsis so I realize I have to tread very lightly on this because yeah you've read you are going to continue to read and you have it and uh -huh. I could spoil something for you so I'm really nervous well, that's all right if you do, you do I mean I don't know when I'm going to get around to reading more of them anyway so let's see what what Amazon has to say about it I'm a Gemini, impulsive, curious, headstrong, a twin, heir to a throne I know nothing about, and it turns out I'm Fae. But of course there's a catch. All I have to do to claim my birthright is prove that I'm the most powerful supernatural in the whole of Solaria. And sure, technically that's true, as I'm the daughter of the Savage King. But the bit they didn't put in the brochure was that every single Fae in this kingdom would claim my throne if they could. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. The school they've sent me to is both dangerous as shit and one hell of a party. Vampires bite weaker students in the corridor. The werewolf pack has orgies in the Wailing Wood at every <laughs> full moon. And don't even get me started on the dark and twisted ways the sirens use their powers on people's emotions. Or how my sinfully tempting cardinal magic teacher hosts detentions that leave people needing therapy. Classes are totally interesting if you manage to live through them. And that Gemini star sign I mentioned, it now determines my elemental magic and affects my destiny. So learning astrology is essential if I'm going to beat down my classmates, which is actively encouraged, by the way. The biggest problem is the drool-worthy dragon shifter who has his eyes on my throne. He and his three psycho friends are determined to make my time here hell. All I've got to do is survive but fate might have other ideas. Damn it, why couldn't I have gotten a letter to Hogwarts? That's, <laughs> that's an interesting synopsis because that it just is. picks one twin, one. but it's kind of merging the two twins' experience in the book. Yeah, because it brings up Drool-worthy Dragon, and that is definitely Tori, the other twin's nemesis. Right. Right, and then Orion. Sort of, but yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you can tell that that relationship is the the one that's going to be developed 
moving forward. That's the way they're framing it anyway in this first book. And mm-hmm. yeah, Professor Orion and uh, Darcy have right. a little... First things first, though, what you just read, this does not sound like YA to me. And I do not think it read like YA either. Like, no. Like there's, like I said, werewolves having orgies and, you know, sadistic teachers. And like it's pretty dark. Yeah. So I'm glad they mentioned the Hogwarts thing because very obviously Not. this was like somebody who was a harry potter fan that wanted to spice it up yeah um and i i felt like it had it was the identity of this book was really confusing because on one hand like it's it's not ya like they are 18 like zodiac academy truly is like a college yeah. but yet they have to wear uniforms and like their houses that they get in or getting like given points and docked points by the professor so I don't know there was like there's a lot of things about it that are really juvenile like you would think more of like a high school sort of atmosphere like boarding school but they are adults so Mm -hmm. I I don't yeah I don't know that that was kind of strange um and then also, I'm not sure how I felt about the twins angle. I mean, I liked that it was different, um, but I also felt like I got, maybe it gets better as it goes on because you're just learning the characters in the first book, but I, I kind of kept forgetting like who I was with. And I don't know wow. if that's just because the writing isn't strong enough, at least at this point, to really like differentiate those voices. Yeah. Between the two girls. You know, I do. I remember thinking the same thing when I was reading it. I was like, do Tori and, shoot, I forgot her name, the other girl. Darcy. Darcy. Like, do they really have different voices? And because I I don't think they really do. Like, even though Tori's presented as kind of like the more like badass, tougher, you know, always going to throw the first punch. Yeah, um, like more like uh, sure of herself and yeah and Darcy's like more I'm gonna read books and hide and you know but I'm still tough but you know not as like I don't know over the top she doesn't ride motorcycles like Tori does um but yeah their voice actually was really similar when you get beyond just kind of that surface level like description kind of other personalities um and so yeah I agree I was kind of like is this actually two different characters like did we need this yeah exactly did we need this yeah it does change I think as the book goes on but like I don't know you bring up a good point because at that point you know the characters so you're kind of like projecting your thoughts about those characters onto them so I don't know (laughs) I I felt the same way about all the the bullies all the guys I mean, like, they're, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, there's some that have larger parts. (laughs) I'm just gonna call it that, like, it's a movie or a play than others. Um, You know, like, Seth, Mm -hmm. the werewolf, and Darius, the, well, we don't know he's a dragon to start, but we learn he's a dragon in this book. Um, They kind of tend to to have the more dominant personalities. But then, like, Caleb is a vampire, and he's the one that's, they just can, like, pick somebody for their source. And yeah, so he's, he's decided that, that yeah, he's decided that Tori is his source. So that's a little muddled, because it's like, okay, well, usually when something like that happens, you're like, Caleb's gonna be the, 
love interest. The love interest. Or whatever. Yeah. This, and he, like, they do have a, a sex scene. Not, you know, they don't have sex, but they have a little, like, romance, romantic scene between them later in the book where she gets some action. It's, like, really the only action beyond flirtation that you get in this book, although I, I know it gets spicier as, as you go along. Um, the interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the interactions that Tori has with Darius the dragon are, are like they're absolutely charged. Um, yeah, and then you also learn that there's like something going on, some sort of like partnership going on between Professor Orion and Darius. That is like, okay, are they teaming up to cause harm to the girls, or are they teaming up? Because they're trying to be in the background to protect the girls, which is obviously what I think. But then I don't want to give away the ending, but it's like right when you think like, okay, maybe like a couple of these guys are not 100% awful monsters. Then they have this like 100% awful monster moment at like the celestial ball or whatever they're calling it. I don't remember um like prom yeah <laughs> all prom dance thing they're having at the school where it's like much like the savage and the swan if we want to hearken back to that book where <laughs> i don't remember his name but the male character in that kills her father at the very beginning of the book yep this the things that go on in this book with the bullies and this like thing at the end that they do to these women I don't really know how you come back from that. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's why I almost stopped reading. Because I'm like, if these are supposed to be the love interests, like, I'm definitely not going to be able to forgive them. And the book surprised me. I mean, Orion, like, obviously, right from the get-go, I'm like, okay, okay. I see, like, there's something going on with him. And he's, like, a (laughs) grown-up. So, obviously, I'm going to gravitate toward him as a... A love interest for me as I'm reading. And he wasn't quite so bad. There yeah, he's ambiguous. like... He's more Barons, you know, where it's yeah. like, you can tell that there's like an honor. I don't even want to He has a control honor, about but. him where like those boys, you don't trust, like you have no idea what the fuck they're going to do at any time, right? Well, and they're just sadistic. They like, are. Like with Barons, like the things that he does might be cruel, but he's doing them for a reason. And there is like a greater good. Yes. And these guys just really get off on torture. Yes. And that's a little bit harder for me to get on board with. Um, We'll see. I mean, look, like, I understand, and I understood right from the get-go, like, why you like these books, because there's definitely something compelling about it. Like, it, it sucked me in right away. I ended up, like, thinking about it after I... Even when I finished the book, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know about this one. But then I found myself, like, thinking about the characters after I read. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to – I'm definitely going to read more. I don't know with what attitude I'm going to go into reading more with. It could be that I hate reading them. Or, like, I might end up (laughs) loving them. I don't know yet. But I do know that there's something that makes me want to go back. Um, Yeah. No, it's so true. And, like, I'm almost, I'm towards the end. And I'm still kind of like, do I like these? I don't know. (laughs) 
mean, I do. There's definitely some plot development where I I got what I wanted and I was very happy. Um, yeah. So I do like aspects of them, but there's still that kind of undertone of like, with all the books. Like, yeah, I mean, there's lots of stuff that's cringy. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely feel nothing for any of the heirs. Like, even when Tori was having the little, like, fingering scene with Caleb? Yeah, Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. I was just like, why? I felt nothing. Right. I was like, why are you doing this? Like, I, no. I just kind of wanted it to be over because I was, <laughs> I knew something bad was going to happen. I don't know. Like, I didn't trust it. And then when, like, Seth does the, like, total turnaround and he's like, no, I like you, Darcy. Like, I want to go to the yeah. dance with you. I'm like, I didn't buy that for one minute. I knew that, like, something was going to happen. Or I hoped so, because if nothing did, that would have been really shitty writing. <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, is this really shitty writing or is he going to, like, show us true colors? And he did. Like, you know, so it wasn't shitty writing. Woo. Right. <laughs> And I guess even, like, with Caleb, there was some, like, ambiguity about how... No, but it's not ambiguous. Like, if you do it, you do you did it. Yeah. Like, whether or not you your heart is in it, you're still participating. participating. yeah. And that, that makes you guilty. Like, that doesn't make you more forgivable in my eyes. Yeah. No, I think all of these boys are, like, incredibly flawed, and I that's part of the story honestly and you know i don't want to give anything away but you do kind of get you know hurt people hurt people so you learn a bit about them and why they are the way they are and how they got there well good because i don't know if i'll forgive them but at least that makes for more interesting characters yes and i think the characters do evolve and they do get interesting and that's why at this point i definitely see like darcy and tori as you know two different characters um, but I still don't really know if their voices change that much. Like I said, I think it's just because you become loyal to the characters and like the relations yeah. that they make in the book. So I'm right, like one more. distinction I should make that I I've touched on in my synopsis was how they you have like a, a an elemental power. Well, yeah. it's like a lot of people. Everyone has one. Like some people have two, or like maybe you have three if you're really powerful. But of course, both of the ladies have all four. So they can Just harness, like unheard of. Yeah, the wind and the flame and the water and the earth. Um, but they don't know what cast of like creature they are yet. I'm assuming they probably discover that as they go along. But like neither of them knows like if they're some sort of shifter or I mean, I think they, they kind of know they're not vampires and they're not werewolves and they're not. Yeah, I guess this. They've because like they can ruled tell out a few. by like what they're recharged by because everyone can recharge their energy basically off of certain things. And that's how they kind of like vampires are obviously recharge off of blood. Um, and like Darius is a dragon and he recharges off of gold gold <laughs> yeah which is so funny just like laughing. laying in his bed just like covered in gold <laughs> like i didn't get it at first i felt really stupid because like in that scene she like goes to confront him in his room which of course yeah. he has like the nicest most lavish you know dorm room in their firehouse that they're both in the fire cast so like because both of the girls had all four elements they just kind of got to pick their poison at the beginning which house they were going to go live at um but yeah he's like laying in his bed with all these like <laughs> jewels and gems and gold pieces like what the fuck's going on here 
Um, and anyways, yeah. I, I ended up really liking that scene. And that was one where you got this kind of charged moment between them where they're like, oh, yeah. they hate each other. But like something. There's definitely something happen. between them. Like, tweer- well, and it's um, funny because I hate him just as much. Although I guess maybe like there's a little kernel of because you know that he's teamed up with Orion. So like, obviously, like they're because we trust Orion by the end of this book. At least I do. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so because they had that secret meeting in the woods, he and Darius, I am pretty assured that they're working together to try to protect the twins from whatever danger that they clearly have more information about than we the readers do at the end of the first book. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like Darius obviously still very complacent or even in charge of the like huge bullying scene that happens at the end of this book where the two twins are just have been kind of totally stripped of their power yeah like that's the one thing that is like really sadistic in these books is that like the boys are really into like breaking the twins down to where they realize like they are weak and they can't beat them and like i i didn't like that like the continual like breaking them down like to like you know a super vulnerable like weak place like it's just really it was really cruel hearted um and it was done again and again like i think that's done in these books a lot but like just the repetitiveness of it it's hard to handle so i wouldn't recommend this book for everyone but oh yeah it could be 100% triggering super like triggering. if you've ever yeah. gone through any kind of abuse either parental or in a romantic relationship this could yeah. definitely bring up a lot of ugliness. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm totally reading more, but I, I don't know with yes. what attitude I'm going right? to further it, reading with. And it does make me a little nervous that this is like a back to school book and that it is like a young adult book because there's some stuff in here that I don't know if I'd want like young adults reading and glamorizing. Like obviously it's going to happen. We've talked about this before. Like, you know, we read whatever the hell we wanted to, we got our hands on it. Um, but there is that like trope that like, Oh, so bad. And I definitely latched onto as a young girl of the like professor and the younger girl <laughs> definitely in here. <laughs> yeah. But at least she's like an adult. And I, she mean, is. I guess we don't know how old he is, but he seems youngish. He is younger. And yeah. that does come around later, which has like, whoo, thank God. <laughs> but not thank God, because we like him older. But, you know, for this book and this yeah. story, that I was mean, a good yeah, call. I mean, yeah, like ostensibly a lot of these books, they're like hundreds of years old. But yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What are you going to do? It's fantasy. It's fantasy. Exactly. Unless you're dealing with like two vampires who are both hundreds of years old, which I would read a book about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. A couple of things that I had noted about this book. One is, okay, so these these twins, they've been, like, together for their whole life. Like, broke. Like, in all these foster homes, you assume they've had to, like, share a bedroom, share everything. They're not, like, getting their own thing. Um, now they've got, they're living in separate houses. They've got their own rooms. And I felt like, like, there was no attention paid to like that adjustment or that loneliness Mm -hmm. I mean there's like the couple of things mentioned where uh Tori goes to stay in Darcy's room once but it's like you would think that there'd be more like oh all of a sudden I've got all this space to myself and not only that but I'm in this like weird stressful situation 
where it would be probably be a comfort to have your twin like sharing that space with you so interesting I'm wondering if other people had this um feedback as well because this is highlighted more in the future books oh okay yeah interesting yeah I just yeah because I mean I never had like a sibling that was close in age or had to share a room but like I miss my husband (laughs) right yeah I came to your house and I stayed there on Saturday night (laughs) and yeah it was like weird to just like sleep by myself in a room and be alone when it's like usually you're used to just having another person that's there absolutely Um, so yeah and then another thing that I just and this is the same for your book too uh, one thing about these books, they always make a big point about them, them being outcasts, right? Like they're in this new situation where it's like, you know, well, for whatever reason, they're separate from their peer group at, at these schools. But there's always like one or two friends that they're just instantly bond with that are yeah. <laughs> like a part of their tribe. And well, I mean, I guess this even goes back to Harry Potter because you get like Hermione and yeah. yeah, and Ron. Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought that that was, funny. I will say though, this book, they did kind of explain it because the one girl that they make friends with one of them is just loyal to them because she thinks they're the true Queens. And yeah, so but she's... I wouldn't really even call them a friend because they're really kind of shitty to her anyway. Gwendolyn. Oh, Gwendolyn. Yeah. 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 Like that's like, I know they're just like, she like brings them like, I love her. She's hilarious. Oh, yeah. She brought lots of joy to the book. But uh, yeah, she'll just like show up and like bring them coffee and donuts and make sure they have the very best. Right. And it makes yeah. them highly uncomfortable because, you know, they're being treated yeah, like, like ro- they're being treated like royalty, but then also they're being treated like, like dog shit. shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's, and then also I really was cracking up about how all of the professors were like really on the nose. You've got like Professor, Professor Pyro, who's teaching the fire yeah. magic class. That was it's bad. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, did you rename yourself or is just this just like, oh, thank goodness that yeah. <laughs> I've gone into this line of work because this happens right? to be my name. Um, and then also I really liked the kind of like gossip girl element to it where they had the falling yeah, star. Was... Yeah, falling star. That's what they were called. That was kind of sending them like secret messages on the Fay book. Fay book. <laughs> yeah. And that definitely like that's more like back to school, like young adult style. And I like I I liked that. You know, I did like, too. Set the mood. It, that like I, I'm trying to like not give too many spoilers anymore. I mean, I'm definitely going to give some, um, but I will say that this got resolved, and I kind of would have wouldn't have minded that being a through line and continuing to to go on because you like you do find out who Falling Star is in yes. the book. Um, so I, I don't know. I would have been okay with maybe that like staying a mystery and. <laughs> them continuing to get these clues I thought it was super cheesy at first but then I ended up liking it as I went along through the book yeah um and then I also I I just wanted to like I get why the bullying stuff is there I get that it's like a bully romance but I felt like they spent so much time on that that it kind of took away like I wanted to learn more about how the magic I was wondering about that too. Like clearly they're there and they're learning all sorts of stuff, but like you as a reader don't get to learn anything really, except for things about tarot that aren't accurate, which pissed me off. But um, (laughs) yeah, like you really don't 
you don't get much of their journey of like how they're learning or anything like that. It's just yeah. all about getting bullied and not yeah. having any power and not being able to defend yourself. That's what it's about. Like, yeah, because they go into like each of these classes. Like there was one where it was like learning about earth magic. And like the whole yeah. point of that scene was just so two of the bully guys could like hold, I think it was Tori out over this cliff and it's like oh are they gonna drop her or are they not gonna drop her and it's like i would have rather spent the time learning about how earth magic works (laughs) right you actually want to go to school you're like yeah yeah and like yeah also like you know have them be an asshole in some capacity but i don't like you just don't end up learning anything and and i do think that the the world is very interesting so i mean i think that like really speaks to the author's strengths is that I want to learn more about this. Like what you're showing me is cool. And I I like the idea of combining these magical element uh, powers with vampirism and shifting. It's kind of like throwing it all into the bag together. They're like fey creature witches. Um, And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I did feel a little bit like it's like, well, what's really popular and on trend right now? Okay, people are really into astrology and horoscopes, and they're really into tarot, and they're really into witches, and they're really into this. So let's just put it all in a bag and make a book with it. But well, like <laughs> fucking ding ding, because like you yeah, got my and number. I liked it. <laughs> I was definitely into it. I do. I love that they get like their horoscope every day, and like that kind of like gives them a heads up of like what they can plan to encounter and yeah i do like how tori is very skeptical of any sort of magic like, and i'm like you no. are in a magical world that yeah. you have accepted that you have magical powers so i'm not really sure why horoscopes are like, right that's a thing that, like, buy into. Uh-uh. no way just no I, I think that's just her like character though like she's like fuck fate Fuck the stars. Fuck anyone telling me what's going to happen next. Like, I am my own master. And that very much goes, like, in hand with, like, her upbringing, you know? Like, they really had to kind of, like, fight for whatever they had. And, like, they were in these foster homes. And, like, you know, that they were not good situations. And so, like, I understand why she is that way. Like, and that gets developed more, too. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and it was and it was good to be able to learn a little bit about her her real their real parents Mm -hmm. uh because there was of course in the beginning you're like well why did they switch them out you know and like her the king was very hated I forget what they called him like the cruel king or something like like the savage king yeah but it's like his reign was not you know he wasn't well liked he did still have some followers but he wasn't like very well liked by the whole fey community population (laughs) I don't know um but you do end up learning that he was just kind of a bad guy, but the mom, the queen, wasn't. And so she actually kind of switched them out unbeknownst to him in order to protect them. So obviously, like, she knew that they were likely going to meet a bad end. Mm-hmm. And so she was trying to save them from that fate. Um, and so that... It, I'm glad we got, I, I'm sure there will, there will be more. <laughs> yeah, that I'm just, why I'm just like quiet. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> or yeah, at least that's the way it's been. That's how it's right now. At this point. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, like scary. Yeah. I think it's a little bit scary. I think there's lots in this world that is 
there's a, a real sense of danger around them. I liked, you know, whatever this thing that's after them is, it's all encased in shadows and there's like scenes where they're being followed or chased by this shadow. Um, those were creepy. Um, and bullying is all, always scary. Yeah. <laughs> like something about this group of boys makes me very uneasy uh, and not in a sexy way at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I think definitely like it was kind of scary and sexy. No, I didn't really, I mean, even though you got a little bit of spite, like a very small amount of spice in this book, because it was with somebody that I fully hate at this point in the story, like I didn't really yeah. find it sexy. So I don't know. I mean, that was know, like maybe- interesting. Cause like her having, you know, moments with this guy that like, you're not really set up to like, and you're kind of just like, eh, why is this happening? You know, I haven't read a book before like that, where I was just like, no, I don't want them touching their no. <laughs> like, yeah. I different. mean, I guess it's like kind of true to life and that not right? everybody that you have a sexual encounter with is going to be somebody that you're even interested in. Having. Right. Like, it reminds me of with? like, sex in college like you're kind of just like "Eh." yeah like I kind (laughs) of hate you but I also want to feel good so whatever whatever. I'll regret this in the morning (laughs) absolutely yeah there's definitely that so yeah so yeah I guess that's that's all I have to say about the Zodiac Academy um I I don't know whether to say thank you or fuck you for making me read it because now I'm going to have to go read more. Right? I know. And that's kind of how you feel about all the characters, too. Like, thank you or fuck you. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm confused. I mean, I'm reading for Orion at this point because... You know that's what I read for. You know me too well, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably end up liking Darius because, honestly, like... He seems more like my style, except yeah. he's too mean. He cro- It's too much. He crosses yeah. the line. So, I, don't I mean, know. that'll be something though if uh, he crosses the line and can somehow uncross it. That's true. That's I look forward to seeing if he's able to redeem himself in my eyes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, what did I give you? I don't even remember. Curse so, of of stone and yeah. I, I gave you a book that I have not read because yeah. I picked this genre but I don't read a lot of facts in school I try to avoid it but this one was like recommended to me uh online and it was did have a lot of reviews and it didn't say that it was YA because you know some of them like when you're on Amazon it has the like reading age recommendation and usually yeah. if it's YA it'll have the like you know 13 plus or 13 to 17 or 15 to 18. This one didn't have anything. So I thought maybe but it, it yeah. I mean I'll let you I mean it, <laughs> I will say right off the get go it definitely should have something and it's it's YA. It's it's YYA. <laughs> Um, but yes, Curse of Stone. And I love that they actually say a slow burn paranormal witch romance. Yes. And this is a series. It's the first of six. Um, and the author is Veronica Shade, which I'm like, is that her real name? No way. No I mean, way. that's a cool name if it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it came out in 2019 as well as mm. the first Zodiac. Um, but yeah, just 
quick synopsis. You know, I like to roll it quick. Um, we meet Madison. Madison happens to have witchy powers, but she lives among normal old humans. Um, her mom knows about witchy powers because their great great grandma, I think, was a witch, but it hadn't passed down until Madison. And she basically just hides these powers because she doesn't want anyone to know. There's a fancy witch school that she should have gone to, but she opted out because they just decided she probably doesn't have enough powers. And if she doesn't want to go, fine. She doesn't need to go. She can live with the humans. Um, so she's got a boyfriend named Bo. Um, they're at a football game, very high school. And there's a tornado because they're in tornado land. I don't remember. Was it Oklahoma? I think. Yeah, I believe that so. they're in. Yeah. And a uh, tornado comes. They're trying to run up the field. She's with her best friend. There's stuff flying through the air. Um, she tries. I think her friend gets knocked out and she's trying to save her friend. Um, so she uses her air magic uh, to keep a piece of the rebar from getting her friend. Twist. The rebar goes through her boyfriend and kills him. That's the beginning of the book, which is kind of crazy. She kind of has a breakdown. She's like, I'm going to witch school because I just accidentally killed somebody and that's not cool. And I'm grieving and I need help and I need to control my powers. So she goes to witch school that's called Lavoisin or something like that. Looks in a mirror, scries, gets into the school. She's there. Immediately some popular girl hates her and is mean to her. Then that girl dies. And so then there's the mystery of how did that girl die? Because apparently witches can't kill anybody. Um, but this woman has been murdered or this girl has been murdered. That's it. How old are they? They're Teenagers. young. Yeah. So she was supposed to start when she was 15, but she okay, didn't. So, so I want to believe she's 17. Yeah. Yeah. So two years. Okay. right at the get go, they are not legal adults. Hard. Hard for a grown woman to read. Um <laughs> But I, you know, I say that, but like, I freaking, I'll get down on Twilight all day long. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I will say, okay, there are heavy themes. Like first off, boyfriend dies. That's not easy. Death isn't easy as a, as a teen. And then also her mother is an addict. So another really heavy theme, but like, you don't feel the heaviness of these themes at all. Like it's super light. Like why? Yeah. I, why are did it even start that way? I don't know. It, like, <laughs> I mean, she could have just gone off to the school because, like, she was scared of her power. Like, there didn't honestly, have to be a tragedy. She could have already been at the school. I, and, yeah. like, the girl that died could have been a newer girl. Right? Like, we don't need that to, like, have been the go mystery. with her from day one of the school. We could have started it where she's... Exactly. No, I agree. And I was like, I don't understand why I need to know about this life before and like like because you you know they take the time to introduce you to Bo the boyfriend and tell you about Bo and then tell you about her like best friend I forgot her name maybe it's like Juliet or something like that and like she's a cheerleader and like I will say it opened like that I was like oh god I'm not gonna be able to hang with this book like they're cheerleaders hanging out and life is peachy hunky dory and then at least like you know shit hits the fan because then I'm like okay I can get into it a little bit but like I don't understand. I agree. Like, I'm like, I don't know why I mean, this needs to be here. Like, this is book one, and we've only read book one, so possibly yeah. some of the stuff plays a bigger role moving forward. I don't, I doubt yeah. it. I mean, but... I'm hoping that it does, and I think I briefly mentioned that to you, um, because, like, first off, like, she gets to the school, and it is interesting because, like, she hasn't gr grown up in this witch community, and so she does have kind of a different perspective. And so, like, this witch community is very much like we worship Hakati. Is that how you say it? Hakat, Hak I don't know. I always say Hakati, but I don't know if that's right, honestly. Hakate. Hakate. 
I'm a terrible witch. <laughs> um, notice I'm not contributing anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, they're loyal. That's that's their their goddess. That's where they get their power from. They're all about like looking into their Greek roots. And she's like, hey. What about my boyfriend who was Native American and they have all sorts of traditions, you know, and they're also magic, right? Um, and they're just like, oh, no, no, their their magic wouldn't be powerful enough to matter. Like anything they had, they probably got from us. And like there's even a thing like they're like, oh, no, dream catchers were from us because it's like a spider web, right? And that's Hakati. That, that's not the Native Americans. And she's like, uh, no, no, no. They, you know how long they've been around, right? So I found that actually really interesting. And so, like, I hope that gets developed a little bit more because that's not something I've seen in any of our books before. Kind of, like, calling out, like, the appropriation of, yeah. like, white witchcraft. Like, that's interesting, right? <laughs> um, and that's that's a good theme. And I think that's actually something to be really, like, great for, like, if a teenager is reading this book to come across that and to kind of, like, open up their minds about that. And then, you know, also like, okay, we're going to talk about death a little, but like I said, like, you don't feel it. Like they don't delve in deep. And like, even the thing with her mom being an addict is very surface level. It's very like, well, mom's not around. So, you know, and like she, I'm going to make the choice to take care of myself, which is great. But like, you don't, you're not invested. It's such a strange choice. Like, I really don't understand, unless it's like coming from the author's own personal experience. So she just wanted to put it in there, which is like, okay. But it just seems so Forced. random and not <laughs> yeah. important to the rest of the really like Nancy right. Drew style. It is. It's totally <laughs> Nancy Which Drew style. Like, I, I honestly got to a certain point where I was like, okay, I'm kind of here for this. Like, I yeah, I like this mystery. Um, I think you know the name of the book is Curse of Stone, and yes. so I. Like, it's pretty... How dumb is she? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, how do we not get this? Yeah. Yeah. Help them, help them. Obviously, like, these statues are, like, trapped. They're people. people. They're trapped. I know. We totally just gave away a spoiler. But, like, it's so obvious it's It's... not even a spoiler. Like, and, like, but they don't even, like, by the end of the book, you still don't know. But, like, yes, this girl, Giselle, is that her name? Mm -hmm, Yeah. So she slips on the stairs and dies. And they're like, oh, it was an accident. And then they're like, no, it's a mystery. And it's very, like, Scooby-Doo-esque. Like, the gang is, like, following the clues, and they're going to figure out what happened. And, like... Sort of. But they also, like, don't really care because they're doing this other, like, potion The potion thing, thing on the side. Potion yeah. contest. Which that was, like, Harry Potter-esque, like you know, okay, I'm giving you all, I'm issuing you a challenge. Whoever first completes this will get like one-on-one tutoring from the strongest witch in the school. And they're like, we got to help our girl out because she's new and she's way behind. And so let's yeah, do this and, like, and she can get a tutor. She's way behind, but she spends like no time at all in this entire book actually doing any coursework. Well, she this. does, but like, we don't know about it. But like, yeah, she's like in the library all the time. She's studying. Really. I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Which, it was like, things did not match up at all. And like, but like, so basically Giselle leaves this book behind and they're like, oh, that's why she was killed. And she's got pictures of all these stone, like, you know, uh, sculptures that are around the grounds. And like, it's, it's so dumb. Like she's even drawn to one and she's like, oh, I swear it moved. I think it smiled. And like, there's like she's telling you that these things are alive right but like never does it actually dawn on her that they're alive and the like 
and Giselle leaves a note like help them and she's like the whole part help of who help well, yeah help who who are we supposed to help we better find who to help help Giselle we'll have to solve her the, the you know the, the murder I was like it's the, the stupid sculptures girl you know this like get there <laughs> So it's a little, like, it's juvenile, I think. Um, yeah. Well, and, like, also, so she's going to fall in love with this statue, right? I hope so, because I <laughs> like don't want her to fall in love with Jackson. Yeah, I hope not, because, like, sorry, slow burn, there is zero chemistry between nothing. those two at all. Like, nothing. zero. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to read about that, because that's yeah. not sexy. So, like, yeah. I don't know, either Bo's going to have to come back and be this, like, cool Native American hot witch guy. I I could be here for that. I thought scenario <laughs> were an option. Right. Or this stone guy's got to come to life and he's got to be a real banger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm frustrated with the characters. I'm not frustrated with the book itself, I will say. Like, I, you know, it's not my normal jam. It is a little bit young adult for me. There is no burn. I am in such a dry spell right now. I better have something spicy next. Um, but, like, I, I'd i read it again more, I think. I think I want to find out what happens. Like, Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't have said that until about, like, 55% of the book was read. But yeah. at some point around there, like, it took a turn where I was like, okay, like, there's some some in- stuff that's going on that I, I'm interested to yeah. have further developed. I agree. I, yeah. I, I don't know when I'll read more because it's certainly exactly. not toward the top <laughs> of my list. Like, I'm absolutely going back to Zodiac Academy before I would go back to this book. So, I mean, let's face it, like, knowing us as people we're probably going to forget all about this book. Maybe. Like a year. It's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, they are short and quick, but, uh, and it does like, they definitely have that like young adult, like babysitters club vibe. Like it's a little chapter book, you know, like you read it really quickly and then there's the next one, but like I might've aged out. I don't know. Yeah. I feel, I feel like there's something that's nostalgic to me. Mm-hmm. Exactly like you said. I loved Nancy Drew. I yeah. loved Nancy Drew when I was younger. And so like this is kind of like a Nancy Drew meets R.L. Stein or Christopher Pike. They got uh, some spice in them though, usually. <laughs> well, I mean it's a slow burn, so there it's might be a very be, slow burn. There might be something coming. You there have to find be, the burn even. Yeah. There would have to be, like, an introduction of that element in the next book to keep me going past that. And there has to be, right? Yeah, I'm willing to forgive no romance in book one of a series as long as it's, it's, as long as I know it's coming. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, maybe that's why they specifically said it's a slow slow burn. (laughs) So, you know, like, hang in there, it's coming. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope. I mean, I definitely like the idea of the statue guy being a love interest, but I also think it could be an ancestor, so that'd be problematic. We'll see. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. that's true. So there is some good mystery to it, obviously, because I'm like, you know, hypothesizing what I think may be. Um, But yeah, it's definitely YA. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's. It's funny that we picked these. I mean, it's the theme is back to school, but also there's a lot of, I mean, she know, knows she's a witch, but she 
hasn't ever really like used or learned about her powers and then you have Darcy and Tori who like didn't know anything about their uh fey lineage and so they're yeah. coming into it like trying to figure that out and they've all of a sudden their powers have been awakened and they're they don't know how to use them um so that I mean you know and I think those are both just kind of tropes in this genre <laughs> yep but uh you know there are a lot of kind of similarities between the two books yeah and then none <laughs> yeah. I because mean everyone's yeah, better or ace. worse like this at least with curse of stone everything's real wholesome it is well and the, I thought that was weird though it's like she shows up and this Giselle girl's just really mean to her but like once again like I don't really know how Giselle was mean to her like there's a, a lot, lot of like just like here it is and then no emotion or like story behind it like I'm really sad my boyfriend died and I loved him but you know, as a reader, you're like, I don't, I'm not connected to that at all. And like, oh, my mom is an addict. And like, that's got to hurt, but I'm not connected to it at all. And same thing, Giselle, Giselle's like a cakewalk compared to the boys that you read about. So like, I, Giselle did nothing. She like, I don't know if she just said a couple mean things to said, her to the new girl like you know yeah so i'm just kind of like was mad ah. she got a roommate when she yeah. wanted you know had the room to herself which like you know i can I understand hear that, that giselle <laughs> yeah and then like even like the like description of her was like very stereotypical mean girl like oh she wore stiletto heels every day and like i don't know it's just yeah. really it was very juvenile yeah, like I also, I like, I, I found it funny that some of the attention to detail, because, like, you know that the main character has a shadow root in her hair. Did you catch that? Yes. <laughs> She's talking about, like, that's oddly specific, right? I know. It's so interesting like, to me. You could have just what? said she had brown hair or whatever, but. I know. I was like, were you a hairdresser? Because I don't know anyone else that would have, like, explained it that way or made, like, that kind of distinction right <laughs> like yeah. but you know it was a fun read I you know and I might read more but like it's just not gonna be hype on my list because yeah like when you get around to it <laughs> yeah like I said I I what I feel like I've read three books now with nothing no action no burn yeah I, I mean something uh, yeah well so I mean like I think do you want to tell them what our theme for next time is yeah so what is the actual like what did we go for for like the actual this is your you had this was your epiphany i don't remember what i called it like so guy on the side it, you called it the thunder stealing side alphas oh yeah that's good i did I that i know i was trying <laughs> yeah. not to steal your thunder, thunder stealing side alpha you know what i'm talking about like when we got our main characters we got our alpha that we're, we know we're supposed to be passionate about and then there's the little like guy on the side and you're like who's that i want to know more about him what's he doing that's what we're talking about <laughs> i feel like you fall prey to this more than i do like i definitely I like there's a lot of side alphas that i'm like also interested in but I, it's i don't know that they ever like top the main alpha for me yeah and i don't know so but for my assignment i don't know if he tops him but he could there's potential yeah Okay, yeah. so what's your assignment for me? <laughs> is it Lars? It's Lars, isn't it? Yes. It's yeah. Lars. It's Stacey Marie Brown uh, Darkness series, mm -hmm. Lars. Mm 
Well, he, yeah. yeah, he shows up in a, a couple of those series. Oh, I In fact, I think flowers. he, like, gets his own book at some he point. He does get his world. own book. His but, yeah, but you first meet him in the Darkness series. And yes. so that's, that's the 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 era of Lars that I will be examining. Yeah. And I love it even when, because we read those books together, like, not on a podcast, but just in real life. And I was like, oh, I just really care about Lars. And that's one where definitely... Like the out the side guy trumped for me completely. Like mm-hmm. I didn't care about the alpha. Yeah. Which I know breaks your heart, but no, I can keep them for myself. <laughs> yeah, you can um, have them. All right. And then for you, I'm giving you a little bit of a cheat because you were reading this series anyways. Um, yeah. I'm going with Kiernan from yeah. the Blood and Ash series. And I love it because I'm still developing my thoughts on Kieran. So yeah. it's gonna be good. He's, yeah. he's pretty dreamy. I just he read something dreamy. and I was a little confused and I should probably save it for the next episode and I'll probably yeah. bring it up again. But like, they were like taking a shower together, all three of them. It was a little weird. <laughs> but just like talking, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> we'll see where, um, where that goes. Yeah, I'm not shoop, boop, not saying anything. Shoop, <laughs> that was me lo- zipping my lips. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, Thunder Stealing Side Alphas is the theme for next week. Um, so Love yeah, it. that'll be a fun one. <laughs> There's definitely like others I can think of if we revisit this theme. Um, really? Like what? Like yeah. I want to know right now. Who? Okay, well, the the first one that came to mind for me was Rune from the Crescent City series. Because he actually is one that tops the alpha for me, but he's like the only one that I can think of that tops the alpha of that series for me. Uh, But I didn't want to do that to you because he's got more of a storyline in the second book. And I know that you need to reread the first book and they're very long. (laughs) So I didn't want to give that assignment to you. (laughs) But yeah, I would, that would probably be my assignment if we revisit (laughs) Uh, okay <laughs> in another season so hurry up and read those okay, i'll try i'll try <laughs> um all right well thanks for listening and we will yeah. see you guys again in two weeks for thunder two weeks. thunder stealing side alphas don't ask me what the date is i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this has been another episode of the sexy scary book club with your hosts lisa and jessica We have more episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you pod. If you like us and want to hear more, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at SexyScaryBook or send us an email and tell us what you think at SexyScaryBookClub at gmail.com.